Today is the 28th of January, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's easy. We'll pick it up as we go along. And this year we're focusing on the New Testament for our Bible readings. But we always start each episode of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Father God, whose holiness is not limited to grand cathedrals or saintly persons, spectacular mountains or mountain-moving leaders. God, your holiness is often discovered in simple everyday places and in simple everyday lives. So plant your holiness in us in this place now. Grow us during this time, that we might flower, right where we are, in the beauty of your holiness. Through Jesus we pray. Amen. Genesis 1.27 So God created humankind in his image. In the image of God he created them. Male and female he created them. C.S. Lewis once said, There are no ordinary people. You have never talked to a mere mortal. Nations, cultures, art, civilization, these are mortal, and their life is to ours as the life of a gnat. But it is immortals whom we joke with, work with, marry, snub, and exploit. That's a powerful quote. It's also a recognition that we carry within us the image of the divine that we are in essence the proof that God exists because in God's graciousness he has made us in his own image. But it's easy to say that we're made in God's image. But what does that mean in reality? The 70th anniversary of the liberation of the concentration camps Auschwitz-Birkenau served as a stark reminder that if we reflect the image of God, then we as humans are failing on all counts. The image that was the Nazi final solution may have sprung straight from the pits of hell. But it was humans with divine attributes that served as the servants of evil. Now we recoil with horror at the thought that people were capable of this. But I was struck by the words of one of the guys who show people around who said, it's important not to think of those that perpetrated this atrocity as subhuman because we are all capable of this. So how is it that we who are created as images of God, who love a God who is love, according to John, are capable of this? The easy, simple answer is to blame the fall, that event where Adam and Eve sinned for the first time. But I think it comes back to our understanding of ourselves. That we no longer see ourselves as immortals. That we no longer see that there are no ordinary people, as Lewis said and that it's immortals whom we joke with, work with, marry, snub, and exploit. And it's when we no longer see people like this that we see atrocities like the Final Solution, or the Rwandan Genocide, or the killing fields of Cambodia. We must never lose the image of God in each and every one of us, ever. 
we're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's readings, we read about how Jesus heals two blind men. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Father, we ask that you would prepare our hearts as we read scripture today. Open our hearts and minds to the mysteries and truths that are hidden within its pages, that we may discover a clarity of understanding within your word that was hidden from us before. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New Revised Standard Version. We're beginning with Matthew 20. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner, who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and about three o'clock, he did the same, and about five o'clock he went out and found others standing round, and he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. 
When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. When they received it, they grumbled about the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. While Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside by themselves and said to them on the way, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn him to death. Then they will hand him over to the Gentiles, to be mocked and flogged and crucified, and on the third day he will be raised. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came to him with her sons, and kneeling before him she asked a favour of him. He said to her, What do you want? She said to him, Declare that these two sons of mine will sit, one at your right hand and one at your left in your kingdom. But Jesus answered, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink? They said to him, We are able. He said to them, You will indeed drink my cup, but to sit at my right hand and at my left, this is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. When the ten heard about it, they were angry with the two brothers. But Jesus called them to him and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. It will not be so among you, but whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be your slave, just as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. As they were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. There were two blind men sitting by the roadside. When they heard that Jesus was passing by, they shouted, Lord! Have mercy on us, son of David. The crowd sternly ordered them to be quiet, but they shouted even more loudly, Have mercy on us, son of David. Jesus stood still and called them, saying, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, let our eyes be opened. Moved with compassion, Jesus touched their eyes. Immediately they regained their sight and followed him. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about those bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we're going to say our prayers for others and our prayers for the day.
before we pray for others and before we pray for today, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, and our new voice message service. Check the show notes for all the contact details because the details are in the links. And if you click the links, they'll take you to wherever you need to go. Today, we've been asked to pray for a lady called Christina's nephew, who goes by the name of Matthew. And we've been asked to pray for the family of Harry Bentley. Harry is a member of my congregation who passed away over the weekend. So let's pray, shall we? Father God, we thank you that in the midst of chaos and the midst of doubt and in trial and fear that you are there. Like you were with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Like you were with Daniel. Like you were with Peter and Paul. That in the midst of all the darkness that you are there. Lord, we pray for Matthew. As he goes into hospital today, that you would be there, you would be with the family, that you would be with the doctors. We also pray for Harry Bentley's family, Lord, as they come to terms with his loss. We thank you, Father, for Harry's service, for his more than 80 years of service to his church. So we give you thanks for his faithfulness. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. And we say our prayer for today. In an image-saturated world, a world of ubiquitous corporate logos permeating our consciousness, a world of dehydrated and captive imaginations in which we are too numbed, satiated and co-opted to be able to dream of life otherwise, and a world in which the empire of global economic affluence has achieved the monopoly of our imagination. In this world, Lord, Christ is the image of the invisible God. In this world driven by images with a vengeance, Christ is the image par excellence. The image above all images, the image that is not a facade, the image that is not trying to sell you anything, the image that refuses to co-opt you, Christ is the image of the invisible God. The image of God of flesh and blood, here and now, in time and history, with joys and sorrow. The image of who God is. The image of God, flesh and blood, here and now, in time and history, with joys and sorrows. The image of who we are called to be. For we are image bearers of this God. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. 
If you'd like to partner with Walking the Way, please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Radio Public. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way. <laughs>